Peace with Girl. Change your clothes. Thank you all so much for coming and joining us today. Guess what? We have some more exciting and intimate information to share with you all about sex. Let's <laughs> talk about sex. Yes, we are sharing with you um, another excellent segment with um, our guest speaker, Christy Hawkins, in regards to intimacy in your marriage. Thank you so much for joining. And different things, like you were saying, send a text message or whatever. Like, say, for instance, I ordered um, um, pillowcases. Mm -hmm. And on the pillowcases, on on, on my side, it says, um, good morning, handsome. Mm -hmm. On his side, it says, good morning, beautiful. Right. Just coming up with different right. tips right. or right. different um, ways to be creative in your marriage. And then I just, I want to throw this question out there because... We've not been in this place always in our marriage. Right. right. And so there are some people that's out there, they're struggling to get to where we are in our relationship. Right. How do you start? You know, some some women are afraid to wear a negligee around their husband. Right. How do you get to that point so you can be, you know, intimate like that? How do you get to that point to open up? And it could have been something from their past or some people, some people may um, not be in, um, comfortable with talking about sex, you right. know, and, and sharing with their spouse what it is that they really like. How do you get to that point? Um, I personally think like for me and Jamie, um, I think the weekly heart touches, the topics, that that's a good place because it's a no judgment zone. Mm -hmm. And if you already have that, you know, put forth that, you know what, this is where we ask the uncomfortable questions. Mm -hmm. I have insecurities. Mm -hmm. and, and let me speak on that. I think it is a, I think it is pivotal to allow our husbands to see when we're insecure. Yeah. Because when we're insecure, the only, no matter what the situation is, but the one person that you want to speak in on your insecurity as your husband. Mm -hmm. You want him to pull you out of that. Because right. if I'm feeling like, oh man, man, I just look awful today. You know, I'm just having a bad day. I'm only wanting to look good for one person. Right. And that's my husband. Right. And I want, all I want is to be like, babe, I'm just off today. And I, I think I said that sometime the last couple of weeks. And he was like, babe. You were on today. He was like, you look so beautiful. And that just completely like turned. So I, I think it works both ways. I think you've got to have a husband and that your spouse has to be willing to have no judgment and be able to listen to our insecurities. But we have to, on the flip side of it, we have to be able to sit down at the table and see it from his perspective and have an open mind from what he's bringing to the table too. So I think... Communicate. I, I feel like everything in a marriage always reverts back to communication yes. because you're not gonna, I don't care what level you are in your marriage. I mean, if you're even in a sexless marriage right now, that's the season you are in, you are in a sexless marriage. Can I encourage you that, you know what, find one thing, mm -hmm. one thing that your husband does right and compliment that right and let him know hey babe thank you thank you for that you know and then you will find that even you just mentioning that one thing that he does right 
will start turning the corner for how he feels about all the things he's doing wrong. You know, it's going to help him to move forward, you know. And um, we don't have to try to do everything at the same time. Right. It's a process. It's a process. And I think everybody probably listening out there, and even us, we are in different stages in our marriage, Mm -hmm. you know. And and we might not, what for some people, they might not feel comfortable to stare at the husband in the eyes. Maybe for other people, it's like you said, the communication and just bringing up something good that they did. Do one step at a time. And I think Mm -hmm. we mention Mm -hmm. this all the time. It's one little thing. Try one thing. Mm -hmm. Here, we're giving you a whole bunch of ideas, things that are working Mm -hmm. for us. But that necessarily doesn't mean they have to do it at the same time. Because it's going to be overwhelming. Uh, It's probably not going to be possible because it has taken us time to get to this point. We're we're still working on it. You know, we're still... But what we're doing here is we want to be able to help our listeners Mm -hmm. to work, to try, to build little habits. You know, one little habit Mm -hmm. at a time. I Mm -hmm. think all all they need is want to do it. You know, if you don't want your marriage to work, you know what? Forget everything that we have said. But if we at least have a little bit of strength in our hearts to make our marriage work, at least let's start with one thing Mm -hmm. that has been said in this podcast, and I hope it helps. Right. I I, want to say to the listeners also, we've all been through a rough patch at Mm -hmm. some point in our marriage. We're not, you know, we've arrived and we've got it all together. No, we all go through something that is a rough time in our marriage. But if you're in a place where you cannot trust your spouse, you you have a hard time trusting each other, that's where you need to start. Right. You work on that. And that you work on by praying, fasting, and God will move. Mm-hmm. It's happened in my own marriage. There was a point in a time where I didn't feel like I could trust my spouse. And and some of it has to do with my history and different things that I went through as a child. Um, and so all those things need to be turned around. And so you've got to go to God and ask him to really intervene and help you. Help you to forgive your spouse. Help you to forgive yourself. Help you to forgive whatever it is that is deep-seated that might be there that could be influencing the way you see your spouse. Right. You know, and all those things. And God will do it. Because we're going to 18 years, and I didn't think I would make it to 18 years. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. at the first five years, I'm like, Lord, why did you give me this man? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you work at it. Mm-hmm. It's a work in progress, and don't give up. Don't lose sight. That person you marry, you marry them for a reason, because you love them. There is, there is hope, and That's you just right. can't give up. You just got to... Really take the time, pray and fast, and make sure that both of you are on the same page. Yes. Both of you want to work on it together and discuss that. And even if only one of you is talking for it and the other person is being wayward or whatever is going on, there is hope. There yes. is hope. <clears throat> Still stay on the mark. Keep on praying. Keep on fasting. And God will turn that thing around because he did it for me. He oh, did yeah. it for me. Oh, yeah. Amen. That's good. He... um. God did it for us as well. I I can recall how when we relocated down to Georgia, it blew my mind because we, our first seven years of marriage was not, the first six years was not the best. And the seventh year, it began to just smooth out. And then we relocated the eighth year. And 
I realized that being busy mm -hmm. took a toll. We have to prioritize our spouses. And when George and I, when we moved down here, we had nobody to depend on but each other. And we weren't working. Um, we're still not working. But we would get up and be intentional about taking daily walks mm -hmm. and holding hands. Right. And I'm telling you, sometimes when we would get out there, we would communicate, we would mm -hmm. talk. Other times we'll, we'll be quiet, you know, right. we'll have our moment with God or whatever, but just being with him for right. that hour, that mm -hmm. intentional time together can make your marriage so much better. So finding different ways to um, spice it up. Like someone had mentioned something. I'm not sure who this one person is, but uh, Intentional Tuesday. To, you know, hear about the Intentional Tuesdays. Yes. So write this down. She's going to say about Intentional Tuesdays, but you can make it uh, an Intentional Wednesday, Intentional Thursday. Yes. But let, let's figure out what it's all about. Intentional Tuesday has been something that has completely changed my marriage. <laughs> but it's a actual set date. Okay. And it is a date that you put on the calendar. All right. Like you write it down, you keep it. Um, try your best. I know life happens, but we try really, really hard not to ever let anything interfere with this timing or this date. Um, this is a time where we come together. Um, you can each to their own. We've always said, you know, each and every person to all the listeners, we're all on different play or different um, stages in our marriage. Okay, so it's very important that you find where you are and you accept where you are, and that's where you start. Okay, but an intentional Tuesday is when you put the date on the calendar and try your best not to miss it. But let me say this. If putting a date on the calendar gives you anxiety and just overwhelms you and you're just like, I just cannot do it. Like, I just, no way that I can do it. You can do it. Okay. This is an intentional day of the week. It could be once a month, twice a month. Whatever is good with you and your husband, whatever works best for y'all. Um, but you put it on the calendar and you be intentional and you let your spouse know that, you know what, on this day, it's your day. That's our day to come together and we're going to have our moment. And it doesn't hurt when you have the communication, the meeting of the minds, and the intentional Tuesday all on the same day. That, that's a good plan, girls, plan. <laughs> um, so I do want to speak to the, the ladies, you know, but if you are, if it does intimidate you to do that, I encourage you to still do it. And on the day that your day arrives, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like, oh my goodness, this is the first time we've done this, let me encourage you, take that anxiety and turn it into a message or a text. Take that and be like, just send a text that morning and be like, hey babe, I can't wait to see you tonight. Hey, you know, I was just thinking about you. Can't wait for you to get home. Take those emotions and turn them in to encouraging your spouse and building the anticipation 
Mm -hmm. or your time together, whatever time of the day that is, whatever works for, for you and him. Um, ladies, don't be afraid to take the initiative. Don't. Don't be afraid to let your husband know what you desire, what you want. Have these conversations because I think a lot of times, especially like for me, I was brought in a very conservative home, you know, Sex is just to be quiet. It's something that we don't talk about. You know, we don't mention it. So don't do that. Right. Don't learn to talk to your husband and speak things, you know, during this time. Um, you know, like we were saying, like, you know, try new things. Go, you know, everybody who's been in a pandemic. People don't have a lot of extra money. Go in your husband's closet. Right. Grab a shirt that he loves and put that on. You know, just... Prove to him and show him that, you know what, you are making this time about him. And he's going to do the same in return. You know, because it, it flows much easier for them than it does for the woman. But I think a lot of times for us women, we wait for him, you know, to come to us. Or we wait for when we can. Yeah, we're waiting for him to make the first move. Girls, we can make moves too. <laughs> That's right. So we can do that too. So I think, you know, I think that needs to be encouraged. Um, but that should never, ever feel like an obligation. Right. It should never feel like an obligation. So you putting, if you're one of those people that is kind of like, I don't know if we could do that, um, or I don't know as a wife, or, you know, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Um, let, me, let me just give you a little bit of encouragement. Um, especially if you're a woman that maybe is not as passionate as often as your husband may be. Um, I know that is a factor for health reasons, for just different reasons. Um, it's not the true, you know, we're trying to be cutting off, you know, not, but for different reasons. But let me encourage you um, in this sense. Think of your husband's sexual needs as a gift. Think of... His sexual needs as a gift. God created Adam and Eve, and they become one flesh. So when we come together physically, we are coming together spiritually also because that is how God designed us. He thought about every single nerve, every single, I mean, every single, like, good point, every spot. God designed that, okay? You know, so it's a gift to us. God designed our spouse's sexuality for us. The power of his sexuality was designed for our influence in his life. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. Our influence, not someone else, our influence. Yeah. And through his sexuality, you have a powerful place in your husband's life that belongs only to you. Mm -hmm. No one else can share that with him, your husband's sexual desires for you should not be viewed as a burden, a task, or an obligation. Because it's special, it's unique, it's God designed. God designed him for me, me for him. So if we take that and we look at his sexual needs and his sexual desires as a gift to us, it's very hard to look at your spouse 
and think, oh man, not again tonight. You know, it's it, it, it's hard to look at it like that when you think of, you know what, he needs me. Like, his sexuality, like, he's wanting me. He's needing me. And when you look at it as a God-given gift, it's very hard for you to feel in those moments that it's an obligation. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the thing, you know, to keep in mind. And when you start viewing your sexual intimacy as a gift, I think you can move mountains. Mm -hmm. You can move mountains mm -hmm. in your relationship. And you, I mean, you are on a good way. If you put communication, meeting of the minds, intentional daily um, time for your marriage, you are going to end up with a passionate, mm -hmm. strong, healthy, happy, Absolutely. sexual intimacy. But not only that, a strong, healthy, super, super strong marriage because you have got all of the building blocks to build a tower. And you will be strong in your marriage. And I, I do want to say, I know there's a lot of steps and a lot of things in this podcast that we've said, you know, oh, you can do this. But there's 365 days in a year, okay? You do not want to spend every single, you know, daily heart check doing all of these things at once. Take your time and find where you're comfortable and work your way in to where you and your spouse have good communication, good understanding of what you and him need. And then at the end of the day, your, your marriage is going to start growing the day that you start these things. And um, let me, do I have time just to throw this in right here? Um, from a spiritual standpoint, um, Jamie has not always been on this thing. So if there's a couple out there, if there's somebody out there that may be thinking, well, you know what, my spouse really, you know, doesn't really share the same spiritual um, life that I do or this or that. There has been times in my own marriage, I've been in church my whole life, but there has been times in my life that Jamie has not been spiritually where I was, and there's been places, there's been times that I haven't been where he is. So therefore, take comfort, and if you continue to work and have that communication with each other, that, that will build because... Me and him took times having strong times in the Lord, strong, a strong relationship spiritually. But then when we started learning how to communicate and we learned how to have, you know, just a, an intimacy and communication, that began to build. And it is so beautiful now that I look back over all of our years. It's so beautiful to see that once I reach a certain level, Jamie reaches a certain level in spirituality in our marriage. What a beautiful marriage that we have become to know. And it's so a beautiful awesome. thing. And but don't lose hope because you'll get there. Just be intentional each and every day. That's really great, Christy. I, I really enjoy everything you've shared. And that, that last point it was amazing. Um, also, that's so important. Because sometimes we don't feel like we're at the same place or right. as has us in a different place at the time and we're not leveling out or, or whatever it is, right, you know, right. and it does sometimes cause, cause some strife, but right. we just hold on and keep, keep on, um, praying and moving together Absolutely. and we will move forward together. 
I did want to share two other practical things. <laughs> I know we have to close out, but um, have a romantic playlist, music playlist, mm -hmm. so you can play for your romantic night. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have one. <laughs> I add to it. And it ain't no problem if you want to dance for your husband. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Anyway, well, well speaking of that, don't, don't be put in the blood of Jesus when you're like, you know, trying to be romantic. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not going to say much about that one. <laughs> and then know what your husband likes on you. Mm -hmm. What colors does he like on you? What kind of lingerie does he like on you? Mm -hmm. Find what he's, I mean, you may like something, but then find what he likes. And so try to be in the middle. Right. It could be clothing, it could be shoes, it could right. be anything. You know, it could be little um, wigs and um, costumes and stuff. But, you know, whatever it is, right. don't be afraid to try it out. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. You know, ladies, this segment has been absolutely amazing. I've been taking notes. <laughs> it's been a lot of good um, ideas to help to grow your marriage. And one thing, um, and I believe Shelly might have said this, when your marriage is thriving. Your kids can feel it. Mm -hmm. Your um, your family relationship and dynamics will grow. And when you show your kids how to have a healthy marriage, yes. you know, and it starts with like the foreplay, just hugging and kissing. Yeah. Your children need to see that. Yes. So when they get older Absolutely. and they get married, they can exemplify those same healthy um, healthy relationship yes. habits. And yes. so. Um, Girl, change your clothes. Literally, ladies, <laughs> men, you have to change your clothes, you yeah. know, to spice it up for your spouse. Change your clothes from, if you're holding hands in this season, not only just hold hands, but get some tongue action in there it. You <laughs> there you go. If you got the tongue action going, change your clothes. Yeah. And do some finger action. <laughs> you have to be intentional. That's right. To right. invest in the intimacy of your spouse. Take time to listen. Take time to love. And take time to embrace who God ordained for your life. It's okay to talk about sex. It's okay to have sex in your marriage. Intimacy is key. We love you all. We thank our special guest, oh, Chris so for coming with this Girl, amazing, you amazing <laughs> um, content. You know, the information that you shared is going to build marriages. It's going to make them stronger. And like everybody said before, take baby steps. Yes. Change your clothes and be intentional about doing them. And as today episode closed, with let's talk about sex we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts we are girl, girl change your clothes bye-bye bye-bye bye, -bye. bye, -bye. bye. bye.